0: Ezekiel 37, 1 through 10 in the NIV version, and it reads, The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, son of man, can these bones live? I said, sovereign Lord, you alone know from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Lord, I ask for your power, your grace to reside upon me. I thank you, Lord, for this great day that you have made. Uh, uh, Allow me to forget about all distractions, all personal dilemmas, all of grief, Lord, so that I may be able to bring a word untainted to your people. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I want to speak to you from the subject, speak shift to dry places. Speak, speak shift. To, to dry places, uh, I, I, I began to think about the people in Hawaii, and they, you know they, the, the 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 dryness of what they were dealing with, and the, the the dryness of of the land, and the fires began to rage. And then I also looked at even those individuals who was trying to escape the fire when they jumped in the water. The hurricane was there. Oh, come on, somebody! Sometimes you have dilemma on all sides, but. But I just began to think about them, which brought me to this text, because that had to be a hopeless feeling that even as my house burns and even as the land burns, I'm trying to find relief in the water, but the water is raging. What hopelessness, what a feeling it had to have. And then those who were in the water probably was trying to get out the water, and then when they got out the water, they began to see that the land was on fire. What do you do? when everything around you is messing up. Hopelessness is an awful feeling. When people feel hopeless, they become dejected, demoralized, despondent, and often uh, desperate. The future seems dark and bleak, offering them no glimmer of light whatsoever. Hopeless people feel as if they are in a no-win situation, in an unchanging and unsolvable crisis. A spirit of hopelessness gripped the Jewish exiles being held captive in Babylon. This Babylon, the Babylonians had totally destroyed that nation, including Jerusalem and the temple and devastated their land. Now the people were scattered throughout the nations of the world. It was as if they were dead as a people, as though they were nothing more than dry bones. They thought that their situation was utterly hopeless, but that is not what God thought. The Lord's thoughts are different from man's thoughts. He saw no reason for his people to feel hopeless, for he possessed the power to conquer any of their enemies and to deliver them from any distressing situation. Why do we get so discouraged when we go through different situations in life? Don't we know that we're more than conquerors? How can I be a conqueror if I don't have anything to conquer? Don't we understand that we're supposed to be more than overcomers? How can I overcome if I don't have, how can I be an over? Come ever have nothing to overcome. Don't we know that we don't live by bread alone? Hint, hint, you got a fast coming up, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Father, don't you know that no matter what hell you going through, all you need is one word from God and you shall be delivered? Don't you know that all things happen for the good of those who are called according to his purpose, even when it's bad, God is just trying to get the chafe out of you and build up character? Don't you know he won't withhold any good and perfect gift from you and sometimes it means letting you go through the fire so he can polish you up. Hey, see, see, God, 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 see, this passage is an amazing message of hope to all who feel hopeless in it. God gives two signs that demonstrate his power to meet the needs of his people, no matter what they may be facing. The vision of the dry bones, a picture of God's power to give new life to the hopeless and to resurrect the dead. The visual of the joint sticks, a sign of God's people being reunited. I'm going to explain them in two seconds. The Lord gave Ezekiel a very special vision that is known as the vision of dry bones. Ezekiel actually saw a valley full of scattered dry bones that were gathered together, given new flesh and brought back to life. Only the power of God could accomplish such a phenomenal event. It was totally contrary to the nature of death, but nevertheless, it was going to take place. Scripture gives a graphic description of Ezekiel's vision. See the dry bones. Pictured the hopelessness of death, scattered all over the valley floor were dried and bleached bones of decomposed corpses. The Lord led Ezekiel to walk all over the valley to observe the scene of human bones and death. No flesh whatsoever remained uh, on the bones. The fact that there were so many bones in one valley suggests that these were probably the decomposed bodies of soldiers killed in battle. So, in other words, they losers. He's speaking to dry bones who lost, dry bones of people who died in battle, who lost the war. Uh, I I just want you to just keep that thought in your mind. The fact that, 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 see, as Ezekiel walked back and forth throughout the valley, the Lord asked him an astounding question. Son of man, can these bones live? Son of man, can, 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 can they become living beings? again. Son of man, can this marriage live? Son, son of man, can your child live? Son, son of man, can you be healed of cancer? Son, son, son of man, son of woman, whatever you want to call yourself, do you feel? Can, 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 can I give you money? Can I, can I get you out of debt? Son, son of man, can I, can I heal your body? In this dead situation, can the Lord speak life into it is what he's asking Ezekiel. Ezekiel knew what he, we know, that no human power could resurrect these bones to live again, but God's power could. With God, nothing is impossible. Thus, Ezekiel replied in faith, stating that only God knows whether or not these bones can live again. The Lord told Ezekiel that there was a solution to the Jews' hopelessness. God said that they would live again, and he told his prophet how it would happen. God told his prophet to prophesy to the dry bones and encourage them to listen to the word of God. Ezekiel was to tell them that the Lord was going to breathe life into them and make them live again. He would give the bones muscle and flesh and cover them with skin. Then he would breathe life into them and they would become life again. Know that God had one purpose in giving new life to the Jews. So they would know that he was the only living and true God. Ain't it funny how God got him to speak to the dry bones first, then speak to the people? Do you know God to give you something way harder than your assignment so you can be ready for your assignment? Do you know what you going through in the dark is only developing you for what you got to do in person? And he's letting you go through a heart of hell alone by yourself where nobody is so you can begin to trust him. And if he brought you out of that mess by yourself, your testimony is going to be so strong. And when people come against you at your job or wherever you're supposed to speak, it won't even bother you because in the wee hours of the night when you was by yourself and getting thrust and messed up you said don't he slay me oh will I trust him you said I trust you God and when God began to bring you out of that mess you were ready come on somebody stop running run into the light the light will burn you up God has you in a dark room he's developing you right now he's developing your character to get you ready for a big stage that you never thought you would be on but until you learn how to beat Train in the night by yourself. Yeah. Leadership is a lonely place. Everybody not going to like you. And if you want everybody to say Hercules, 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 you might as well forget the call right now because they will talk about you more than they praise you. Yeah. He preached to the bone. That was scattered all over the floor. They weren't even together. Hip bone, one connected to the thigh bone. Thigh bone, one connected to the knee bone. Come on, somebody. Elbow bone, one connected to the to the floor. Nothing, Nothing was in the right place. Soon after he began preaching. There was a startling noise, a loud rattling sound, and the bones of each body began to come together as a complete skeleton. Stunned, the prophet watched as muscles, flesh, and skin formed over the bones. Finally, the bodies were complete, but they were still dead, for there was no breath of life in them. Once again, the Lord instructed his prophet to begin preaching. But this time, Ezekiel was to prophesy... To the wind, he was to summon the breath of the four winds to breathe life into the dead bodies. It should be noted that the word uh, uh, uh that the word breath, I mean, can also mean wind, spirit, uh, and wind, little spirit or big spirit, which is God. Most interpreters think that Ezekiel was summoning the breath of life to enter the dead bodies, but some scholars believe that he was summoning God's spirit to give life to the dead bodies. Whatever the cause, no breath of life ever enters a person apart from God's spirit. The Holy Spirit is the very source of life. Thus the spirit of God responded to Ezekiel's summons by pulling the breath of life into the dead bodies. Can I tell you something real quick? You gotta understand that God said heaven and earth shall pass away but his word will never return unto him void. So when you begin to speak the word, even God himself Submit to his word. So when you going through something, stop fussing at your situation with your own word. You better start talking about when the enemy comes at me like a flood. Come on, somebody. Oh, you better begin to start talking to that scripture and let people know, that the devil know, I know what I'm talking about, baby. Oh, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. By his stripes, I'm healed. You got to begin to speak to your situation because God himself submit to his word. Explain. The the bodies came alive after he called a brother. The Lord himself explained the meaning of the vision of the dry bones. The dry bones represented the whole house of Israel, all the Jews who had been exiled from the promised land and scattered across the face of the world. The people felt cut off from their parts and utterly hopeless. But in God's eyes, the situation was not hopeless, for he had the power to give new life to the Jewish nation. Thus, the Lord instructed his prophet to give the despairing exiles a wonderful promise. God would resurrect them from the grave of their exile. He he, he would return uh, them uh, to the land of Israel, the land that he had promised them. Then the people would know that he alone was a living and true God. The word, the Lord would put his spirit in those people who felt hopelessly dead and they would live again. They would return to the promised land. In that day, they would know that the Lord had done exactly what he had promised. God's word and promises were true and they would be fulfilled. People gripped by hopelessness often feel as though they already did. Right. They think that death would be preferable uh, to continuing on in the grip of despair. As a result, hopelessness often leads to suicide. But no matter how hopeless we may feel, there is no worse hopelessness than that of a corpse. A dead person has no hope whatsoever. God has the power to give new life to the hopeless as long as we have the breath of life god's power can give us hope by helping us conquer whatever crisis we face whatever the crisis is a broken relationship disease injury loss of job conflict temptation enslavement to a certain habit god has the power to conquer it can i tell you something without that where, where there's no vision of people perish so if you still here your job is not done if you still here here, God has a purpose for you to complete. So you should never ever feel hopeless because if you still here, God still wants to use you. See, he can give us new life, a new beginning, a brand new start that will make it seem as if we have been resurrected from the dead. We should never become so hopeless that we feel dead, for God's power is always available to quicken us, to make us alive. Listen to what God says, what his word says. Look here. The Lord gave Ezekiel a sign of two sticks. This is so daggone simple. The sign pointed to the whole house of Israel being reunited in one nation. Did This, this make me feel like, why do I even have to go exegete this sermon all the way like this real? Because look at this, look at this, look how simple this is. Look, look the sign of two sticks being joined together pointed to reunification of the two kingdoms of Israel. After King Solomon's death, the nation of Israel split into two kingdoms. The ten northern tribes formed the northern kingdom of Israel and the tribes of Judah And the Benjamin formed, and Benjamin formed the southern kingdoms of Judah. The northern kingdom was often referred to Ephraim or Joseph because they were the two largest tribes in the north. Down through the centuries, both kingdoms turned away from the Lord and disobeyed his holy commandments. Their people lived wicked lives and engaged in adultery, <laughs> the worship of other gods, false gods. Consequently, God's judgment fell on both kingdoms. The northern kingdom of Israel fell to the Assyrians in 722 B.C. And the southern kingdom of Judah fell to the Babylonians in 586 B.C. The exiles in Babylon had just received word of the fall of Jerusalem extremely discouraged and gripped by a spirit of hopelessness. They were ready to give up their nation for loss, but the Lord had other plans. The Lord instructed his prophet to get two sticks and write the name Judah on one and the name Ephraim on the other. Then the prophet was to hold them together in his hand as if they were one piece of wood. The purpose of a sign was to make sure that they asked him a question. So he had explained the sign. And just like they expected, they asked him, what was he doing? Through his prophet, God said that he was going to take the stick of Joseph, the northern kingdom, and the stick of Judah, the southern kingdom, and make them one stick in his hand. God told Ezekiel to visually reinforce this message about the reunification of Israel holding out the sticks so the people could see them. God would reunite the tribe of Joseph and the northern kingdom with the southern kingdom of Judah. It's so simple. Do you understand that sometimes God will ask you to do something so simple but you want to be deep with your holy self. God will tell you to do something that makes absolutely no sense at all that would change your life. I'm going to take it this one more time. God told me to go ahead and open my real estate company in the midst of a pandemic when nobody else wanted to do to even talk to each other. And it's been booming here ever since. Made me sit it down for eight years to make sure that he got me to to understand that I was supposed to handle my call first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things would be added to him. What's so crazy about the real estate? Well, I remember when I used to go knock on doors, 10 down and 10 this way and knock on 20 and 40 houses a day. I would have to pass out 200 cars because nobody knew who I was. I had to go do commercials, make cold calls, get hung up on, get cussed out because a black man knocking on your door in the middle of the daytime. Do all that just to get two or three listed. Now I don't have to do nothing but do what God told me to do. And now he just adds on. Come on, somebody. God will tell you to do something that don't make no sense at all. But when you walk in his obedience, he'll open up the windows of heaven. And boy, the blessing you won't have room to receive. It made no sense to open it up in the pandemic. It made no sense to get two sticks and talk about this Judah, this Ephraim. We're going to put them together. How simple is that? But God moved because he did what God told him to do. How can God give us new life? relationships, iron sharp as iron, you have to hang around people that uplift you and make you better and encourage you to do right. Stop hanging around people who you always gotta help and they never can help you. Come on, somebody. Even if I help you 10 times and you help me too, we still good, at least you do something. But I help you 10 and 20 times and you can't help me at all. Went, oh, come on, somebody. You gotta hang around some people that have an anointed. I know you're hanging around a whole bunch of people, but can't you hang around some people that know how to pray for you? can you hang around some people that know how to worship you. You gotta hang around some crazy faithful. Come on, somebody. You some some people can't hang around me. I mean, I was in the grocery store the other day. That's why I gotta send the pastor a I'm all in the aisles just speaking in tongues scaring everybody because the spirit hit me because God showed me what he was about to to, to do with newbies grow, and about how he was about to elevate us and elevate us and take us to a place of no debt individually and corporately and I couldn't help but shout I didn't care how crazy I look you can't worry about how educated you look sometimes you gotta look downright ignorant and say I don't care what I look like baby for God I live and for God I die and if I gotta look crazy if my wig fall off, if my wig get tangled up, I don't care what I look like, baby, because God has brought me a mighty, mighty long way. Oh, You gotta learn how to speak to it, though. See, I believe the word that's in me is stronger than the circumstances against me. That's why the word says greater is he who was in me than he who was in the world because God himself lives in me. It's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost lives in me. And because God is in me, baby, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. But I gotta tell you something right quick because some of y'all talk all the time anyway. But you gotta understand that sometimes you got to talk about the word oh come on somebody you you, 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 you got to learn how to start talking and speaking to the dry places around you or they'll take over your life. You have to speak to your depression. Everybody else can speak to it. Uh, they can send you a Hallmark card. They can send you greeting cards and roses, but none of it will help. But when you get to start speaking back and say, I refuse to get to this stage in my life and allow my life to kill me. I will not. I'm going to live. Do you notice whenever you get into a spiritual conflict, the first thing the devil tries to do is isolate you and make you be quiet. You better start talking back because when you stop when you stop talking, baby, you stop fighting. You gotta speak to them dry bones. You gotta speak to them. In Revelations, the Bible said that the sword came out of the Son of Man's mouth. Can I talk to you for a minute? The word of God is the sword of the spirit and when I put the word on my situation I'm gonna cut up that slippery serpent. I'm gonna gut you baby when you come at my family I'm gonna let you know that even if you come at me like a flood My God is an ever-present help. You better watch out, devil. I'm about to speak to it. Oh, the devil done messed up. He let me be here 12 years with a messed up microphone. But now it works, baby. I'm coming. Hey! Shut that devil's shut. Woo! Ezekiel looked crazy. What did you see me down Demi Boulevard? Speaking to a pal. Of dry bones. He looked crazy. Pastor done lost it now. About that time to call Reverend Walden. Reverend Walden. Pastor done went crazy. He out there speaking to dry bones. But when you know who God is, you don't care how stupid you look, you say my faith may make me look crazy. I'm gonna take that hill. I don't care how little I am. I don't care how big Goliath is. I'm gonna take this land. I'm gonna step on whatever I want. I look crazy in the midnight hour, in the middle of the rain, walking around this building. What I want across the way Because they didn't want to give it to me But God said Wherever your footstep I'm going to give it to you So I walked around The building In the middle of the night I had my rain boots on Because it was a storm And somebody From Calvary Chapel Said that crazy Pastor is out there Walking around God must have told them something. They called trustee Shaw. And they said, trustee Shaw, we weren't going to sell the building. But for some reason, when your pastor was walking around the building looking crazy, we said we got to give him that other building. Let me talk to you right now. I don't care how stupid you look. I don't care how dumb you look. I don't care how uneducated you look. When God say do something, you better do it because there's a blessing on the other side of you looking crazy. Speak to the dry bones. 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 Speak to to your cancer. I don't care how long you've been sick, you better speak to it. Can I talk to you for a minute? The reason why we preach the seven last words it's because there was so much life in Jesus mouth if he didn't shut up he'd still be on the cross today because his faith was so strong as long as he spoke he was gonna live where you are made in the image of God you are fearfully and wonderfully made and the same power that got jesus up the same power that raised him from the dead is the same power you have speak life and you shall not die speak life and you shall live speak prosperity and you shall never be broke because your mouth has Power, the power of life and death is in the power of the tongue. Whatever you speak, that's what you get because you a little G God. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Hey! I want my blessing. I speak my blessing. I take my territory. I speak it. I call those things that be not as though they were. If I pray and ask and believe that I've received, it shall be given to me. Tell the devil, come here no pastor told me not to say it no more but come here devil give me my stuff back come here devil give me my husband back come here devil give me my children back come here devil give me my reputation back come here devil give it all back to me ain't it funny that when Peter and John was sort of lame man when he was lame and couldn't walk they said silver and gold we don't have but what we have we give unto you stand up and walk you missing it he didn't pray about it he didn't shout about it he spoke the man. And he said, get up and walk. You better learn how to speak it. See, the problem when you go pray, Lord, if it's your will, will you please heal them? But if it's not your will and you're going to heal them on the other side, then they can be in glory. Shut up. If I'm dying and you pray like that, I'm going to tell you to get the heaven out of here. <laughs> Speak to the dry bones. Speak to the dead situations. Speak to it. Because God had already prophesied. He spoke to Lazarus. I, I used to wonder why he shouted, but I told you before. But but but, but he, 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 he he shouted at Lazarus because Lazarus' tomb was way down, and if you had to walk down a whole bunch of steps to get the ladder tuned in, you got to slide up under the wall. Now, you don't pass inside under the wall. I, even the white people didn't do that. They be going. And I went down there. No, no we went down to the edge of it. He was like, oh, he down there. We good. They like, can go on there if you want to. Oh, well, we good. But Jesus said, Lazarus, get up. And the reason why he had to shout was to make sure Lazarus heard him. Sometimes you gotta shout and make sure the enemy hear what you're saying. Yea, to won't walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I shall feel no evil because his rod and his staff shall comfort me. I shout. You know why? Shout in the Greek means to rip your enemy apart. piece by piece. When I shout my holy word, it's tearing the devil up. Oh, y'all don't hear me. I'm trying to get out of here. He spoke to it. He spoke to it. See, when it's dry, in Hawaii it was dry. So they was more susceptible to getting the fire because the ground and the shrubbery was so dry. And then when the wind came, it caused the fire to get bigger. Oh, somebody better hear me. And when the wind came, it caused the fire to get bigger. When you already dry, and you don't have the washing of the word on your life to keep you moist, come on somebody. When a strong wind come in your life, to make the fire bigger, but when you wash yourself in the Word of God, the oh, somebody better hear me. But can I talk to somebody? And I begin to pray about my Maui brothers and sisters. God took me to Isaiah forty-three, one and two, and He said, "I already saw it before they got there. I knew the fire was gonna burn." the east wind from the hurricane was going to make the fire bigger, but just like I prophesied, I'm going to cover them too. He said, but now thus says the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have redeemed D. E.D. It's already done. I have redeemed D. <laughs> oh, come on, somebody. It's already over. I have redeemed the You already healed. I have redeemed D. You already delivered. I have redeemed thee. It's already finished. I have redeemed thee. The victory is already on. I have redeemed thee. The battle is already over. Hey. I have called thee by name. Hey. I knew what you're going through, Brother McClendon. I already called you by name. Thou art mine. Oh, come on, somebody. Can I talk to that? possessive sister or brother thou art mine thou art mine I don't care how bad a boyfriend or girlfriend fighting I don't jump in the middle if I know that's a man now if it's a stranger I might help her but if it's a boyfriend I ain't intervening because if I grab him she gonna jump on me God had punished the Israelites. He used the Assyrians to put them in captivity. He used the Babylonians to put them in captivity. But when they repented and turned around from their wicked ways, he got mad and destroyed Babylon. I'm trying to warn my enemies. I think everybody need to look in the camera and warn your enemies. Find you a camera around this house. It's an enemy. You might want to leave me alone because I'm redeemed, and He knows my name. I'm going to help out Maui when thou pass through the waters. I will be with thee, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee when thou walkest. Through the fire, thou shall not be burned, neither shall the flame. You want to even smell like smoke. That's how bad you are. You won't even smell like smoke. Can I tell you something for a minute? Sometimes, God will deliver you from the fire. But sometimes, he'll let you walk through the fire. so he can show your enemy you can't be burned somebody better hear me they called on Shadrach Meshach and Abednego they threw him in the fire and the funny thing about it some of the people that took him to the furnace burned up just by walking up the steps but the king looked in and he said then we put in three people. Why do I see four? Go get them out the furnace. They came out. Didn't smell like anything. Because Jesus is an ever-present help. I through going to tell you. He's the four-faced man in the middle of the wheel. And when I call him. to your dry bones. Speak to your dry bones. What in your life that is God that needs to be resurrected? Now, some of that stuff must die. Like Romeo. Romeo must die. Remember that movie? Some, Some stuff must die. But I'm talking about the stuff that should live. Speak to your dry bones. Speak your dry wallet speak to your dry career speak to your dry relationship speak to your dry health you need to speak to those dry places and wash it with the word of God because when you ask and believe as though you have received it shall all those things that be not as though they were, I call it, he called it, he was already called, you read the whole, you read that text I just read, he was already telling him, speak to it and I'm going to do this, speak to it, and I'm going to do that. God was telling him when you speak, I'm going to do it. What has God told you to speak to that he was going to do, but you keep being quiet. Now, if I say something wrong to you, you will be like, Oh, Pastor, I'm coming for you. You've been under there. you been under there. Some of y'all act the fool when you think somebody did something. I ain't even done nothing to you. <laughs> if you can learn how to speak the word the way you do, your life will be so perfect. Put the word on it, speak to them dry places. What's drying your life? Speak that word on it. If he can make dry bones, soldiers who lost in battle—these ain't even those who won. These losers, cause you know when you lose, they just put you—they up. don't put you in your own tomb. They throw everybody in one little man, throw them all in. They throw all them bodies in one hole. No respect. They just only reason they bury you so you won't get them a disease with your decomposing body. Throw you in one hole, cover you up. Losers. He spoke to losers. Losers. I'm not calling you a loser, but if you lost, lost, speak to it. It don't matter how many times you lose. God has a purpose for it. Lord, have mercy. God has a purpose for anything you went through. Anything. Win or lose. But you gotta learn how to speak to them situations. Yeah. Don't cry, oh God, you <laughs> know, I wish I could do this. And I... Speak to it. So Moses, he told Moses, curd up your loins. Go speak to them people. Stop whining. Speak to it. Oh God, I know that. I, I know we 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 human. We 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 we, we going we gonna be emotional for some stuff. Speak to it. I had all these deaths, five deaths in two months, people I know. I had to speak to it. Gotta speak to my grief. I, I can't be up here, oh God, everybody died, and I gotta freak Shut up. My job is to take care of the people. I can't be walking around here all broken up. I gotta speak to it. Gotta speak to it. Once you realize, gotta tell you something. Once you realize that death ain't final, no way. Your work ceased, and you to be out on the Bible to be present with God. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you understand? You grieving for yourself anyway. You ain't grieving for that person if they knew God and Jesus. Yeah. You understand? They ain't got to go to work no more. They got to, you got to look at. It. You got to speak life and find the scripture to bring you some, some peace. All right, all right. So I'm, I'm telling you, if you, if, 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 if I don't want to get into all that. Just know that you got to say, "Peace be still." And you say, I have a joy and a peace that surpasses all understanding. I speak myself into peace. I will not lose my mind in the midst of grief. I will not let this disease take over my life. I will not let this divorce kill me. I will not let this separation cause me to go into depression. I will not let losing this job Mess my life up because all things happen for the good of those who are called according to his purpose. So, no matter what hell or heaven comes at me, I'm gonna be all right. If I can sing, I do this song, I'm gonna be all right. What get y'all some tie tripping right quick? We gonna be all right, no matter what you're going through, you gonna be all right, huh? I know you're sick, but you're gonna be alright. What? I know you broke right now, but you're gonna be alright. Right? Huh? you gonna be alright. Right? Come on somebody. I know you're sick, but you're gonna be alright. You know why? Because you already redeemed. ED is already over. The battle is already won. You can't lose. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hey, I'm gonna be all right. It's a wrap. I'm gonna be all right. I don't want to preach no more. I'm gonna be all right. Whoo! Jesus, it's a wrap. I'm done. Tired of talking. I've been talking too long. I'm gonna be all right. You're gonna be all right. The battle is over. It's finished. Whatever you're going through, tell the devil you already redeemed. Tell the devil you already redeemed. Tell that slippery servant I'm already redeemed. In the name of Jesus, it's over.